0: Dr Ed Feathers is with us now. Let's Go Sailing, one o'clock on a Thursday, an absolute staple of Sport FM programming. Morning Ed.
1: Good morning Jacob and good morning Wayne.
0: Nice to have you on the show Ed. Um, And speaking of shows, what's coming up on Let's Go Sailing uh, this week and what's happening in the sport of sailing?
1: Well, when you say what's happening in the sport of sailing, there's always something at this time of the year. It's Royal Perth Yacht Club opening day on Saturday and Summer season opening days at yacht clubs are always a a, a lovely affair and it it attracts a crowd and I think the weather looks nice for opening day. And I think amongst the speeches down at Royal Perth Yacht Club, they'll be keen to outline the success of their off-the-beach program with Ethan McCauley, a young bloke who's emerging as another great world laser sailor. So they'll talk a little bit about that and also the success of their fleet of Elliott Sevens. If you like your F-50s, there's another Sail GP event on this weekend in Kidiz. Andalusia, Spain, and for the ocean racing fleet, the West Coast is on on Saturday. It's morphed from a uh, 150 nautical, mi- nautical mile to a 40 nautical mile a short, sharp sprint. And whilst we're on the ocean racing scene, Simon Tolbertson from here, West Australia, launches his new JPK 1180 on the East Coast, and he's cam- going to campaign that in Sydney Hobart this year. It's a, it's a great boat, and he's, he's really spent a lot on this, and um, looking forward to seeing how he goes. Some WA Sailing Awards last Thursday. And Australian Sailing Awards coming up on the third of November, and there's a number of West Australian athletes amongst the finalists. And um, with these um, opening days, are they invitation days for for other clubs to come? You know, other competitors to come and join in, and they sort of, they some of them do the circuit for the openers. Yeah, look, I, I think that's always a great part of the the season, uh, Wayne. You get to go around to a lot of the other clubs, and and some of the fleets will race around the different clubs, different different places, and uh, catch up with the sailing fraternity and in, enjoy the festivities of the day, um, for sure. But it's also a chance to talk about what's happened in the last year and what's planned for the year coming up and um, and, and just get ready for, for the summer. And it looks like, as I said, beautiful weather for the opening day on, on Saturday.
0: Ed, um, we certainly keep a keen eye on the Sail GP. In fact, we often have it on here in the studio if it's uh, on the uh, the other side of the globe. What have we got to watch out for at this weekend's Sail GP event?
1: It's the fifth event. Jacob, Australia's still on top, narrowly from Great Britain, and then Spain, Denmark, New Zealand, USA, and France. Um, it's a it's a pretty tricky course there in um, Cadiz. Uh, the rock wall comes into play, and there's often a confused sea state there. So it tests some Light winds predicted there. Big wings on show. They'll be using their big winds. See that there's been an injury to the USA flight controller, so there'll be a new flight controller on the USA boat. Spain have been the big improvers of the season, so it's nice to see that. And even though Germany's at the bottom of the ladder, I think we're seeing a bit of potential from that team. Well, West Aussies in and around it, as we talk about often. Um, Kinley Fowler with the, sailor, the Australian Sail GP team coached by Ben Durham from here W A Luke um, Parkinson on the British and 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 uh, and Tom uh, on the, Tom Johnson on the Danish team nine thirty to eleven o'clock first time in the evening so good times for following it really Ed I, I know they pick up enough speed but on to nearly to take off but what what's the, what's the role of a flight controller on a sailing boat um, these are foiling catamarans Wayne so you've got to get them up and out of the water. So the skill of the flight controller is to work out when the boat's at the pace that it can lift that weight out of the water, and then to decide how to tilt the boat uh, on its angle or how high to ride the boat over the waves. Um, and that's the skill of the flight controller. Mm-hmm. So it's a, yeah, it's like quite a it's, it's quite a major part of the process.
0: Ed, to finish, as I mentioned, let's go sailing this afternoon, one o'clock. What are you focusing in on on today's show?
1: Look, Jacob, last Thursday evening when the annual West Australian Sailing Awards were announced, and in November, as I say, in Sydney, they're having the Australian Sailing Awards. So on this afternoon's broadcast, we want to have a look at, at the finalists and see if we can make a case for those Western Australians chosen to take out their category in those Australian finals. I mean, there's some tough choices for the judges and the outcomes I think are going to give us a guide for the future of Australian sailing let's take the men's category, I mean world champion Matt Wern comes up in the, he's a laser world champion, he comes up for, against Sail GP skipper Tom Slingy Tom Tom Slingsby, what's the highest mountain there? Um, is it the Sail GP, is it the world championships I, I think they'll give us a, a, an idea of what they think is the biggest sort of sailing for men, the three finalists in the women's water are all Uh, aspiring Paris Olympian aspirants and so uh, each of them has been on the top of their game over the last year. West Australian Zoe Thompson had a second Princess Sophia and represented Aussie in the Olympic Test event but Mara Stransky comes up trumps at the Hague and gets the job done so how do they choose what's that all about, who's contributing to the team there and how do they make that decision. The sport of sailing also involves a hell of a lot of officials and, and often they're long serving but Western Australian Remy Donrat's a young sailor moving quickly up the ranks as an umpire. Now, is he going to be rewarded for getting in there as a young person and showing some real skill, or are they going to continue to reward the ageing and uh, and long-serving officials with that award? So something else to focus on. I mean, that's the sort of thing we'll sort of talking about uh, on the show this afternoon, some of those decisions that might be made at these awards
0: that give us a guide that is uh that's the pardon the expression the age-old debate isn't it experience versus youth so we'll hear all about that on let's go sailing this afternoon ed always a pleasure thanks for your time and have a great show yeah good on you jacob you too bye ed feathers with us here on sports breakfast